This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. John Halford, one of the owners of the Return to Nature Funeral Home in Penrose, is scheduled for a court appearance today. The preliminary hearing set for 1.30 at the El Paso County Courthouse. This comes after John Halford was bailed out of the El Paso County Jail last week after a judge lowered his bond last month. His wife and co-defendant Carrie Halford remains behind bars. Following today's hearing, the judge presiding over the case is expected to release the arrest affidavits for the Halfords, which he says will include photos from inside the Return to Nature Funeral Home where the decomposing decomposing remains of nearly 200 people were found. Halfords are facing more than 250 felony charges, including abusing a corpse, money laundering, forgery, and theft. A Colorado Springs woman is starting her historic sentence. She was given 28 years in prison yesterday for dealing fentanyl that caused a death. That's the longest ever for a crime in the state. Katrina Gibson was convicted last November of smuggling drugs into the El Paso County Jail after she was arrested months earlier. The next day, a woman in the cell next to her overdosed and died. The sheriff has been using the case as a warning to inmates, urging them to hand over any drugs during intake as part of the jail's amnesty program. New details are out on a downtown Colorado Springs explosion. Police records claim the suspect improvised a hot air balloon to deliver a bomb. Surveillance video shows it catching on fire after getting stuck on a fence last month near Castilla and El Paso streets. The damaged buildings were as far as 50 feet away. Edward Kiley was arrested at his home a few blocks over. Police believe the 69-year-old may be involved in other recent cases. He has pleaded guilty to similar charges back in 2011 and again in 2018. Colorado Springs police now looking for a foursome of masked men accused of robbing a Colorado Springs business yesterday evening. Police say that four men walked into that business at South Academy and Airport around 5 p.m., all wearing ski masks and stole multiple items. Witnesses say as they left, one of those masked robbers flashed a gun, all four believed to have fled the scene on a mid-2000s white four-door Pontiac sedan. Springs police have arrested a bank robbery suspect after a days-long investigation. Police were first notified of the holdup at a bank at Cascade in Colorado just before noon on Tuesday. Bank staff said a man gave a teller a note demanding money, then left the scene on foot. Yesterday, around 10, officers found a man matching the description of the purported bank robber at Dorchester Park. 35-year-old Kyle Miller was questioned and arrested without incident. The Supreme Court is set to hear arguments on Colorado's right to kick Donald Trump off the 2024 presidential ballot today. The state used the 14th Amendment, a post-Civil War change to the Constitution, as its basis for the group of voters who are the plaintiffs to keep Trump from running for the presidency or any other public office. Attorney, Harvard fellow and fellow former member of the Trump administration, Sarah Isger, explains Colorado's point of view. And what they're saying is what Donald Trump did on January 6th incited a mob to attack the Capitol was to prevent the functioning of the U.S. government, in that case, to certify the election. Mr. Trump's legal team will counter that he's never been convicted in a criminal court of committing insurrection. Both sides will get over an hour to make their arguments. Well, the migrant debate now spilling over to I-25. During your commute yesterday, you may have seen a man protesting the recent arrival of migrants in Colorado Springs. He's oftentimes seen holding a flag in one hand and a sign in the other, saying illegals are not welcome. Brett Dayberry says he wants to 
catch drivers coming south, potentially from Denver, to show that some Colorado Springs residents don't want migrants to come here. Dayberry says his reactions to the protests have been largely positive. He says he's not sure how long he will continue to be out along I-25 protesting, but did say his next location will be the Salvation Army. When Denver and, and sanctuary cities like that chose to say, okay, we're going to be a sanctuary city, well, then you need to deal with the ramifications of that. Colorado Springs doesn't need to deal with the ramifications of your decision. 23 migrant families in the past month have come to the from the Denver area to the Salvation Army in Colorado Springs, despite both the city of Colorado Springs and El Paso County saying that they are not a sanctuary community. Partly to mostly cloudy skies, breezy conditions once again for your Thursday afternoon. Highs today in the upper 40s, Colorado Springs, low and mid-50s around Pueblo. We'll likely see those west winds this morning, 15 to 20 miles an hour, gusting at times up to 40 miles an hour. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Larson for KRDO News Radio. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at KRDO.com.